Why is this the first time that I've heard the word Oscar bait and it sound really nasty? <laughs> Welcome to Let's Rewatch, the really, really, really ridiculously good podcast where we watch movies that we loved in the past and try to decide if they're actually still any good. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Am I in this? And that's Bryce. And with us uh, this time around is a returning guest. We've got Zach with us. How you doing, Zach? Good. We kidnapped him again, right? So since we last talked with Zach, he's started a Twitch channel in the meantime, twitch.tv slash schmuckco. We'll, we'll be talking about that a little bit later on. How, how's uh, Twitch working out for you, Zach? It's, it's going well. We have, what's the, what do you say when you have a group of people that's under 12? Because you say like dozens. What's under that? That tens. <laughs> under that. We have several viewers. There you go. Several. <laughs> several. We've got yeah, several that's viewers. good. <laughs> okay. More than a few, less than a dozen. Well, we'll hear all about your, your Twitch channel after we've seen the movie, but we should probably kick off and introduce the movie. I think everybody wants to jump in and start watching. So this time around, we're going to be watching Zoolander before the sequel hits on February 12th, which is actually the release date of this podcast. And I think this is a movie that a lot of people loved and a lot of people are really excited about Zoolander 2, but clearly we can't take that for granted. We've got a job to do here, and that job is to watch the movie and see if it's still any good. I'm going to kind of dump a surprise on you guys, something I did not plan ahead. <laughs> oh, you know, Jesus. that's a phrase I never <laughs> thought I would hear, and I never want to hear again. <laughs> that's not what I meant. And yet it's a phrase Nick said many times. <laughs> wow. No, I'm, I want to drop Happy a little... Happy Valentine's Day. Let me dump a surprise on you. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I, we didn't uh, discuss this ahead of time, but I think uh, everybody's going to be on board with it. We're not going to watch one movie. We're actually going to watch three movies tonight. What? We're going to watch Zoolander, the, the hit Ben Stiller film from 2001. We're also going to watch Derek Zoolander, Male Model, mm. the original short that was on VH1. Don't worry, it's under four minutes long. <laughs> And we'll also watch the sequel, Derek Zoolander University from 1997. Oh. Also a little short from VH1. I think these were shorts. So this would have happened fairly soon after the end of the Ben Stiller show. So kind of the Ben Stiller show style sketch comedy that they did as part of some VH1 awards show. So if you want to check out both uh, Derek Zoolander Male Model and Derek Zoolander University, they're both on YouTube. So we're going to watch those and then we're going to watch the full movie. And then we can kind of reflect on that whole business okay. leading into the sequel. I've definitely never seen that, that part. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. So Zoolander, of course, is from 2001, so 15 years ago now. Ben Stiller is both our star and director. Um, 15 years? Really? Yeah. Oh, man, ouch. I feel old. Time's moving on, man. We've also got Owen Wilson, Christine Taylor, and Jerry Stiller. And I'm sure there are a few surprises in the movie that we've forgotten about. Who's the other big name that I completely forgot about? Well, there's one that I'm thinking of that you forgot about. Will Ferrell. Oh. Yeah. That's not who I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are other surprises. But yeah, Will Ferrell is in this. And I completely forgot about oh. that. Yeah. So yeah, this would have been pretty close to Mystery Men, which we did a, another episode on. Mystery Men was 1999, and this movie was 2008. Yeah, you know, like nine years. <laughs> no. You said 1999 and 2008. I meant to say 1999 and 2001. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think Ben Stiller was really famous at this point for something about Mary and Meet the Parents. Oh, yes. Like those were the big things. Meet something the Parents was Mary. right after Mystery Men. Then we have Christine Taylor, who was not, not freshly off of, but fairly recently from the two Brady Bunch movies and The Wedding Singer. And I'm definitely going to date myself now because I guarantee that nobody else on this podcast remembers Hey Dude. <gasps> I remember, hey, remember dude. hey Dude. Okay. I do. Wait, what's Hey, what's hey Dude? 
This was a Nickelodeon yes. 30 minute comedy that took place on a cowboy dude ranch. Yes. It was like a summer camp, but it was a cowboy ranch. Yeah. And Christine Taylor was on that. It was very like, I, f- I feel like it was around the same era of what was that other one? It was like Salute camp. Your shorts. Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. yeah. It was like around that era. It was a little earlier. I'm oh. shocked that you remember Hey Dude. I totally remember Hey Dude. Or maybe I was watching Hey Dude way too late. Yeah. Who's, <laughs> who's the guilty party here? And of course, Christine Taylor more recently was on Arrested Development. And one of my favorites that not a lot of people have seen, Burning Love. Yeah, you keep pitching that to us, and we'll watch it someday. <laughs> you have to see Burning Love. So, yeah, I, there, there's two shows. Like, So Ben Stiller was in Heat Vision and Jack, which, of course, is really hard to find because there's just a pilot that never aired. Mm-hmm. But if you can find Heat Vision and Jack, please do. But Burning Love you can find, and it's great. It's basically they're lampooning The Bachelor. Yeah. And Christine Taylor and Ben Stiller were the couple that won the game show the year before. So they like come back as characters. It's it's absolutely brilliant. If you love or hate The Bachelor, you've got to check out Burning Love. That's Almost. that's a demographic that includes everyone. It really does. <laughs> yeah, everybody it's should love it. We've got Owen Wilson in this, which is funny. I was looking at where was Owen Wilson at this time? And basically it looks like Owen Wilson was in like right beside Ben Stiller this whole time because they were both in Royal Tenenbaums. They were both in Meet the Parents. They're both in Heat, Vision, and Jack. They're both in The Cable Guy, which is another movie that Ben Stiller directed. They're both in Permanent Midnight. So they're like, I always thought of Owen Wilson as one of Wes Anderson's guys, but I guess he's like one of Ben Stiller's guys as much as anything. I read somewhere, I don't know if it's true, but I read somewhere that Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson don't like each other at all. Oh, interesting. I have a shadow of a memory of that. Like they had a falling out after Zoolander, but I don't remember what that was all about. You know, I I heard a Nerdist podcast recently with Owen Wilson and he was talking about Ben Stiller and he wasn't like, he didn't sound like they didn't get along or anything. It sounded like they were buddies. So I don't know, maybe that's not the case anymore. He was like complimenting him and talking about having deep conversations with him that you would probably only have with a friend. So... Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see if Owen Wilson is in the new movie, which I guess is something that I should know, except for I never watch trailers. Mm. So I maybe is, maybe believe so. he is. He's on all yeah. the posters and in all the trailers, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should check with him. Owen, are you in this film? I almost tried to do an Owen Wilson <laughs> what if he was like? What if he was like Ben Stiller, that bastard? He stole my image. <laughs> What if this was an elaborate way for Ben Stiller to get back at Owen Wilson because they really hate Owen each Wilson. other? Yeah. I feel like the premise of our podcast is ridiculous that that the host it doesn't fucking watch trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I completely disagree. Trailers are the worst. And then we have Jerry Stiller, our other big star, who everybody, of course, remembers as George's father on Seinfeld. But he did a ton of TV through the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And, of course, is Ben Stiller's father. But if memory serves, I think he's pretty great in this. Isn't his mother in this as well? Is she? I don't know. I could be wrong. And Will Ferrell is in this, and and I completely missed that, apparently. So what are we expecting here? Ash, do you think this is going to be any good? Oh, I fucking love this movie. This is like one of my favorite movies, even though I haven't seen it in a really long time. So it would be interesting. But this is definitely, you know, this movie hit right when I was like a teenager. So it was perfect timing for me as far as like target market. I loved it. It's one of those movies that I quote still to this day. Yeah. And I can't wait to see one of my favorite cameo moments ever. Which I guess I won't, I will hold on to till after. I've got a pretty favorite one mm. that I'm pretty sure is different from the one you have. Yeah. I have, I have but a favorite we'll one that, that we can talk about after. But uh, yeah, I love this movie. I think it's still going to hold up. I think it's brilliant. I do think this is going to be great. I remember, I feel like I've got a pretty good garbage radar. Mm. Like when you see advertisements, you know, when I used to watch trailers. That, that I could see a trailer and I could say, oh, that movie's going to be a piece of shit. And <laughs> yeah. when I saw the advertising for this movie 15 years ago, it's like, oh, that's, that's going to be a piece of shit. There's no I value I thought, to this I movie. think I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And it took some friends convincing me to watch, and it's like, holy shit. Like, my radar was broken on that. 
I remember well, really, <laughs> really liking this when I saw it. And like the early 2000s, like I feel like there were a lot of like bad films like dude where's my car and mm-hmm. i don't know stuff there was this whole era of of stupid movies stupid comedies in particular yeah. where it's not even quite stoner comedy it's just yeah. like fucking like slapstick dumb. weird comedy or or like take the trailer for zoolander and the trailer for love guru and tell me why tell me what's different about those two mm. cuz both look uh, like one's shit one's racist one's <laughs> 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 super racist <laughs> fair enough <laughs> What do you think, Sam? Is this going to uh, be any good? So I actually don't remember a lot of this movie. I remember like one scene and then like the ending. So I don't know. I don't know. Knowing that it came out so close to Mystery Men makes me a little nervous because that film I felt was really dated. Mm. So I'm hoping it lives up because I vaguely remember liking it. But I also saw it much later after it came out. And so I wasn't as impressed when I saw it the first time. I'm You're a little cautious washy. going into this one. I am. <laughs> what do you think, Brett? Yeah. Well, uh, I remember really liking this movie when I was younger. And even today, if I find myself rambling, sometimes I'll just, you know, end it with, and then you kill the Malaysian Prime Minister! <laughs> uh, but um, I wonder if it's going to be just like full of like stuff that I don't find funny anymore. So I'm hopeful because I can think of some quotes and I still laugh. But yeah, we'll see. I think yes, though. I think it'll be a good one. Let's go to our guest. What do you think, Zach? Do you remember this film? I remember this film. The way you guys are talking, I might have seen it the most recently. I remember it being bad. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. The plot just thickened. This movie has... A few good scenes, which we all remember and quote, and then there's a lot of movie in there, which isn't great. It kind of reminds me of Anchorman in the sense that, like, I have specific scenes from Anchorman that I really remember and love and quote, but then it's like the rest of the movie is just really hazy. Yeah, Yeah. Anchorman (laughs) and especially Anchorman 2, there's just, there's no meat there. It's just yeah. they're trying to string along really? gags. Isn't Anchorman 2 the new one? Yeah. Oh, I disagree. I thought Anchorman oh, 2 was I really it was good. Rough. That's one of those movies where like you know that there was stuff that happened in between I'm kind of a big deal and Brick, you killed a man, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. And that and that's like ninety percent of the movie that happens in between those two lines. Is it really? <laughs> Like I in my head I would totally believe those were like adjacent scenes or like yeah. there's one scene in the middle. I remember being really disappointed when I saw that movie for the first time cuz I had thought that scene from Bruce Almighty where he like controls the weatherman the like gibberish guy. I thought that was Will Ferrell in that movie and I kept waiting for that scene. Oh and no. I was I was so sad. I'm like wait, that's a completely different movie. So so you're you're prepared for disappointment here, Zach. I mean, I'm prepared for not disappointment as so much as validation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. What do you think, Bryce? Oh, I just can't wait to be king. These jokes have not <laughs> gone over lately. Was, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I was going for Lion no. King, but that did not work. Because that's the no, Zoolander. Because no. he's a Zoolander. Zoo. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna oh, be. Oh no! You that should be have only one. Okay. Bryce, oh, yeah. Okay, Bryce. that would have been better. God damn it! I definitely got the joke. Yeah. All right. No, we're moving on. We're gonna watch a movie. All right. So, uh, actually, despite what Zach said, I think since Zach saw this on Netflix, it has been pulled from Netflix. Uh, oh. Movies do rotate on their roster. So it's no- because Zach wrote in and said, "Seriously, guys, <laughs> because take of that, this down." That one star rating Zach gave it. <laughs> But you can find it on iTunes and Amazon streaming. And both the Zoolander shorts are on YouTube as of this moment. They could always be a copyright violation. In fact, one of them has, I think, Hebrew subtitles. So it may be like a non-official rip of it. Um, But again, that's Derek Zoolander, male model. Just maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You know when it has another language and subtitles that it's legitimate. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh, Derek Zoolander Male Model and Derek Zoolander University if you want to check those out on YouTube. So we're going to watch all three of those and see if they're still any good. Relax. Don't do it. 
when you want to go through it. Relax, don't do it. When you're going to come. So yeah, we just watched Zoolander and Zoolander and Zoolander. And Zoolander. And then we watched it again. <laughs> we watched we watched Zoolander and like two pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three. Op- you have some opinions on the shorts. You mean, Give us your opinions. <laughs> you mean the two mini Zoolander wrapped into let me, foil? Let me dump this on you, Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got a surprise to dump on me? Oh, God. <laughs> it wasn't a surprise. It was just fucking awful. <laughs> I don't know. It was... It, as, after we watched the first one, we were like, oh, no. Did we just watch... A short version of the whole movie. You said that, and I said yes. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> it was all of the funny things from the movie, without the comedy. No, no, it was the same level of comedy. I thought it was. Pretty it was good. a little. It was a little more polished in the movie. Well, I think it was. I fun guess. To see, yeah. Like sure. it's sort of like he was workshopping the jokes and improving them because the Aborigine joke was way better in the movie. He like refined it. I don't think that's true. <laughs> you think it was? I think neither version of that joke was good. <laughs> you think it was bad the whole time? I can't remember that one from the short. It was just everything from the movie, but like shittier. And I don't know. Yeah, I think they put every good idea from that first short into the movie, but I think they made it better. Well, I think the, in my opinion, just to backtrack, I would say that the first one, the first one we watched, which was what was it called again? Just uh, Derek Zoolander male, male model. model. I would argue that that one wasn't that bad. You can see where like all his ideas sprang from there and his inspiration. I think the problem with it is that it was way too long. Like it would have been funny if it was just like a minute or two minutes, but then it, it just kept going. Minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was like so this long. is over. Like I got, I get the joke. It's done. It's the type of humor that. I don't see very often anymore, which weirdly enough, I saw today for the first time in what felt like years because they, Funnier Die put out a, uh, an actual 50 minute long Donald Trump documentary movie starring Johnny Depp as (gasps) Donald Trump. For real? For real. real. I watched the whole thing and as a whole thing, it's funny because it exists, but it's not good. (laughs) And it, and I think that's the case with that second Zoolander thing was like, this is just a straight up shitty advertisement for a thing that sucks and it's not funny, but it's hilarious that it yeah. is even yeah. in existence. Speaking of Trump, oh my God, Trump in the movie. <laughs> yeah. What oh the my fuck? God, Trump. <laughs> and not just one shot. He's like in multiple shots. Well, Nick, it sounds like, did you like them? The, the uh, two mini... No. I didn't I didn't hate them. Like I wasn't super thrilled. They were all right. The second one, it's funny. It seems like the second one they had run out of steam on the concept. The second yeah. one really wasn't that great. But then again, how could they be running out of steam when they ended up making a whole full-length movie that was pretty good? I w- it's weird. Let me tell you how. It's it's yeah. Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh my god, he was hilarious. And Owen Wilson. Yeah, I think, he I mean you know, if you take I Owen agree. Wilson out of the movie and Will Ferrell, it would be a really shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And Owen I think Wilson. just having a structure of a story actually really did help it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jerry Stiller was great too. How crazy is it that, like, that they even developed such a complex? I mean, granted, it's not the most complex story, but right. like. I'm amazed that they were able to even like come up with a story that was so detailed like that. Sort of like Austin Powers, where you're left like, huh, that's not the best story ever, but it's actually all right. But it's following the story structure and the hero's journey, and wow, yeah, candidate with models. How does the girlfriend know? Okay, I said that too. I said that too. I totally agree with you there. (laughs) How does she find the evil day spot? Because David called her and told her if you need information, go to Pier 12. And that's where the day spot was. And then hung up immediately. Yeah, and then she went to Pier 12 and then, like, just broke into the first (laughs) building she saw because that was part of the instruction. The building that said day spot. (laughs) Yeah, so it's uh, the ingredients are there, but it's stupidly flimsy. I mean, why but, would anyone have a gas fight? <laughs> right. I mean, you got to look at the this, this movie we're dealing with here. 
I find that having a gas fight is more believable than breaking into a random building in, on Pier 12. The gas fight, like, I remember there being so many little things in this movie when I saw them the first time was just such a brilliant, hilarious turn. The gas fight was just so brilliant. I love that yeah. so much. I think the gas fight works because it's not necessary to progress the mm. story. Oh, I see. Because you can't really poke holes in it because it doesn't really matter. It's just ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. Yeah. And therefore, it's funny. But like, if she didn't find that door, then the story never progressed. And so yeah. we're like, wait a minute. Well, th- this also had the thing that usually most bothers me, where the character acts against their own interests to progress the oh, plot. Yeah, like him going uh, to the actual... Fucking actually yeah. showing up. Yeah. But however, you could argue that like they've set him up to be so stupid and trained. Exactly. Yeah. It didn't bother me that much in this one because he's a fucking idiot. I will say yeah. that uh, like, <laughs> as far as filmmaking goes, I feel like Ben Stiller does do a really good job of like putting you in the character's shoes and then also his comedy is all about reaction shots and he does a really good job at getting those reaction shots and setting stuff up like that and it's interesting because watching this film I'm like huh I never would have thought before that Ben Stiller is like kind of a visual comedian as well but he does use the camera in a way to be visual comedy which is really cool and the first time we ever see Zoolander's face he does Blue Steel, which is the joke that it's the same fucking thing that he does in the end. But it's kind of like a bookend. Like, we, the first time you see his face, he turns around and does Blue Steel. And then at the very end, he, like, saves the day with that same look. I thought that was kind of interesting. It's not the same look. It was Magnum. <laughs> there were illusions, Dad. There were illusions. Left. <laughs> I truly believe Ben Stiller is an idiot. Like, he he sold it to me. He sold the fact that Ben Stiller can't get through a real sentence, is incapable of having emotions or thinking about anything. I just, I don't buy Owen Wilson, though, uh, as the stupid person. There's something about the way that, like, Owen Wilson carried his face that he's a little yeah, bit more self-aware than Ben Stiller. But, like, Ben, yeah, Ben Stiller just did a phenomenal job of being 100% vapid. He, like, completely commits. Should we talk about how not okay (laughs) this movie is? Uh, This movie. So there was a lot of, like, iffy, weird jokes. But the one thing that they presented entirely unfunnily and not as a joke in context ever is Ballstein just fucking sexually harassing lots of people. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is the joke. That's not a joke. Well, I think it's a joke just the same in the sense that models are stupid is a joke is they're just playing up the stereotype of the big time agent i don't think they're really making fun yeah, they played I it like it's... super straight there's also the bulimia thing which i thought was super over the line yeah I, I mean there was a lot of stuff where it was like the stereotypes are over the top but like usually it was presented as a joke and like his character wasn't and it was kind of weird what yeah. we're saying is there was no joke to the sexual that harassment. girl's butt at the beginning, and it's just like, ah, Tushy's squeeze, and like grabs her ass, and then like they just walk away, and it's it's not a joke. He just it's just a thing he does while walking through the office, and it's super weird and gross. I think Ash, you're right in that you know it's important to make a scummy guy look scummy to establish a character. I think you guys are kind of right that that didn't really land, but I still feel very strongly that. An offensive thing can be played as a joke, and I will absolutely defend a joke, even a bad joke, even a joke that falls flat on its face. This is the forum, a movie like this, is the forum to to take risks with a joke that may or may not be a great joke, and if it's based on an offensive character trait, that's okay, because we're telling jokes. I guess it doesn't really apply to this situation, but... uh... The one quote that I made me think the most about inappropriate comedy is that if there's a joke that makes fun of the core of what a person is, it's not a joke, and it's just a personal attack that we all laugh nervously at, which is, I guess, not about the sexual harassment thing. But Let's look at a joke that was offensive, but was also extremely funny, and I want to see what you guys all thought of when they're in the coal mine, and he jumps out of the shadow, and he has the coal dust, basically blackface. Or there was the moment when he really did do black. Um, that was funny, yeah, right? That's, that's <laughs> the the coal miner thing didn't land actually, but 
That blackface thing was hilarious because the joke wasn't blackface. The joke was that they could completely physically alter their like entire yeah. bone structure and like person with a But it wouldn't have been funny kit. if they were just two white dudes. So the joke literally was changing. It might have been just color. as funny. I don't know if it was funny because they were because they were a black. Dude I think and, it and was. Well, I, I think the when we first saw them completely I, disguised as completely different people, that was funny. But then later, the the yeah the two thousand one joke where they're like beating on the computer like monkeys. Now we're getting oh, yeah, into offensive into situations. Yeah, that we were, yeah that we was, talked about that. That was that was quite. But that just plain wasn't funny. Like that. Talk about jokes that fall flat. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. I mean, if we are going to yeah. get into it, I do want to circle back to the bulimic thing because I do actually strongly disagree. I don't think that they dismissed it. I think they actually did the opposite because there was that scene later where he even calls and like apologizes to her. And that's like the turning point for his character where he says, hey, I'm sorry that, you know, what I've done with my life has made you and other people feel bad about themselves to the point that they throw up. And like he said it in his stupid, dumb way of saying it but like that was like a huge turning point for the character where he realized hey that's not okay that I did that and that I made you feel that way so I've I feel the opposite that's a good point that was a really yeah. good redemption and, and the point the fact that the two models dismiss bulimia and even say hey it's a good way to lose a few pounds before a show <laughs> like I think that they're accomplishing the hey look at how stupid this point of view is yeah totally and, and playing that as what I thought was a really good joke. Only idiots would think yeah. that it's exactly. okay and fine. But they're the people we identify with in the movie. We, do you, this, you identify with the complete idiot <laughs> character? No. You're supposed to. I don't walk out of that movie feeling I like I identified with that. What about when stretching. he was sad about his dad leaving him? Or that you, you just had the point where you identified with his character where he realized that he made a mistake and grew as a character. Well, that's the point after which he's done being an idiot. Like he's trying to. I, I walk to grow out of the movie. I, and, and I walk out of the movie identifying with, with Christine Taylor. Yeah, and, me too. And maybe you're feeling like you have to identify with the main character, and I don't feel like that's true. Remember, you're. Like, is she the protagonist? I did say yeah. that, but I feel like the movie <laughs> wanted me to identify with him, given all of the serious scenes he was given that fell completely yeah, I mean, flat I think, for me. I think Zach has a point. I mean, he's the main character and therefore we are supposed to feel emotional feelings for him. But yeah, in in the specific bulimic scene, I identified with her. And then later when he apologizes, you know, that was when I identified with him. Like, oh, he's growing. But um, but yeah, I just, just, I don't think that anybody would walk out of that movie yeah. thinking that bulimia is okay. I think... He has a point, but I, I think you can identify with multiple characters, like you're saying. Sure. You totally can. You totally can. But yeah, I mean, definitely there was some like really off-base jokes and stuff that didn't land. But then there was hilarious stuff. And it's hard. It was a weird juxtaposition also going from one scene where like it was just like, wow, that was completely unfunny to like this thing that was actually really funny. But it kind of almost got pulled down a little bit by some of the and, other and stuff. And I have a lot of respect for that because that means you've got people who are taking a lot of risks and then some stuff really lands and some stuff doesn't rather than just playing it safe like, like a lot of your TV sitcoms. I think it's a dated thing. I think at the time, these jokes were really funny, and now they're not quite as funny. It was definitely the era of, like, abssurd, non-sequitur humor, which was what was funny I know, about I thought it. it was pretty funny. And now we're kind of... <laughs> gonna, yeah, I, I, I'm going to put it out there. Like, I totally enjoyed this movie. I, I think it didn't quite stick the ending. The ending was pretty cheesy, but... Yeah, there were some lame jokes, funny. but I enjoyed more than I did with the yeah, school. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many, you know, of course, there's so many things that you can poke holes in. Like, I mean, the big thing I said was like, why would this prime minister dude who's against child labor even come to like a modeling show? Like, <laughs> And he was like yeah, super he was like way it. into it. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just part of the whole feelings. like nonsensical absurdist humor that yeah. that is Ben Stiller's style. You know, and it's funny because like that's not even necessarily always my favorite type of humor. Like I don't, I was one of the people who didn't really like Tropic Thunder that much. So it's funny that this is one that I do really like. So let's talk about our favorite cameos. Mm -hmm. Mine, 
mine being Billy yeah. Zane. Oh, really? I love the line, you better listen to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> He's trying to help you. <laughs> I, I thought that was fantastic. Well, I'm sure you all know who mine was. Uh, Dave, Bowie Dave fan Bowie number one. Was so sad. Let's dance. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was amazing. Did you guys notice that the um, the sister from Breaking Bad was in really? the audience of the fashion no. show? Yeah. yeah. She looks exactly the same. Oh no, um, no, that was that not her. her. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. And I can't remember her name. My favorite cameo, uh, as much as, as Zach will look down on me for it, was just Patton Oswalt screaming, You're I a was monkey. wondering if that was Patton Oswalt. <laughs> and I was waiting for them to yeah. cut back, and they never did. It was like one half a second shot. Wait, when, when was this in the movie? When he flashed back, he was like, Remember any photo shoot you've been on. Oh, that was Patton Oswalt? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How about you guys? Did you enjoy any other? So are cameos a good oh, thing? Man. In this movie, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I've just never really, like, as I grew up, I didn't know who actors were, so I never understood mm. them. Somebody explain it to we me. We were just talking about, like, so The Thin Red Line was, like, this big, heavy, important war movie, and it was just full of movie stars. Everywhere you turn, movie star, movie star. And it took me out of the story every single time. But I just saw Hail Caesar. And having movie stars jump out of the shadows at every turn, in a movie with that tone, it's super duper fun. Right? So this is a movie that doesn't take itself seriously, that's pretty freaking ridiculous. And to just have somebody you recognize jump out of the shadows at every turn is hilarious. Well, and it, it's, it's super fun. It becomes part of the joke. Like... The fact that David Bowie is the person who is judging the walk-off is hilarious just because it's David Bowie. You know, like if it was anybody else, that wouldn't be a joke. But because it's David Bowie, it's funny. I I actually think that David Bowie added a lot. He did it. I think he did a good job. Did you just prove your own this is... (laughs) I think there's like, there's the two kinds of cameos. There's the Billy Zane kind where it's just... Hi, I'm Billy Zane. That was yes. the joke. Great and then there's joke. David Bowie, who actually does silly That's David not Bowie the stuff. Joke. You're missing the joke completely. What is the joke? Explain it to me. The, the joke of cameos is that this insane, like, absurd world that they live in is the fucking center of the fucking universe. There is no other place on the planet. Every celebrity, everything revolves around this stupid shit little <laughs> plot they've got going. I, I, like, I think we're drinking uh, too much of the Natalie special Natalie Portman. Tea. Oh my god. She's so t- tiny. Oh yeah. The problem with that though is it's. I feel like it's the telling and not showing of comedy where it's if I don't know who Billy Zane is or care nothing about Billy Zane like I actually do, <laughs> it doesn't. it doesn't make any sense. It's just why Why is this person important? Why is the camera because, looking at him this because way? Because not all jokes are, f- are, f- are for, th- for everyone. So I'm terrible. If you, you got most of the other cameos, you missed one. Let it go. <laughs> to get the, Let it go. But I feel the same about most <laughs> of them. To get the joke of the celebrity like... cameos, you have to understand who these celebrities are. Yeah. If you walk into Zoolander not knowing who most celebrities are, yeah, you're at a disadvantage, and this might not be a movie for you. To be fair, there's yeah, there's no reason to be educated in who oh, Billy Zane is. Titanic, The Phantom. <laughs> oh yeah, he Billy was Zane in Titanic, a, huh? Billy Zane's an awesome big actor. He hasn't done much lately. But what are you talking about? I still have no idea who, who this was he guy in Titanic. Is. Is this like the the, for lack of a better word, bad guy. Yeah, he was the one who he was either married to or was going oh. to yeah, marry Rose. He, like wanted to marry her or something. He was literally the only person who did something wrong yeah, in that movie. Yeah, pretty much. Besides the boat, the boat did something <laughs> well, wrong. What about the captain? Oh, well, yeah, the captain was kind of <laughs> dumb. But. Hey, he couldn't see that iceberg. Why are you dragging him into this? <laughs> who would have thought there would be ice in the fucking water? <laughs> I think it's the engineers who said it was an unsinkable boat. <laughs> Should we get real about the Titanic for a second? <laughs> yeah, let's just flush let's through it. We're talking about Titanic. Titanic. How did we so, get on this? In real life, 
In real life. Fucking Billy oh Zane. God. Oh my God, Zach knows what really happened. Zach, what really happened? I know what really happened. Okay. In real life, they knew about oh the God. iceberg and they decided it would be safer to try to hit it oh, that's right. straight on than to uh, dodge it. Because the boat had like that's what divisions where it could contain Because it was unsinkable. Ruptures. It had plus three armor. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> and the iceberg was full damage. I don't know damage. much about iceberg safety. <laughs> So I couldn't handle all. Damn it! Bad roll. <laughs> all right, so I. I this, can we I make can, a D and D campaign on the Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> no. You roll a one. <laughs> You're unsinkable boats. Everyone dies <laughs> in the whole campaign. It's a total party kill. Don't Does you the, kill my D and D character with this crazy idea? A fucking horrible campaign wipe. <laughs> Does the campaign start with the Titanic or does it end with the Titanic? Are we, we build is are we doing the Titanic movie or the we Titanic wasn't even supposed to be about the iceberg, man? It was a cruise. It was a murder mystery or something. <laughs> it's just a series of really bad roles. <laughs> like you don't even know that you're on the Titanic in the campaign until it starts sinking. I get onto the floating piece of wood with Rose. Oh, I rolled it too. <laughs> you both sink. <laughs> Oh, let's make this movie. <laughs> All right, so I got to ask the female opinion here. I remember at the time the joke being Derek Zoolander is ridiculously good looking, but Ben Stiller is not, so that's funny. But watching it this time, I thought like he was really You were into cut. him? He was turning you on? I he wasn't I seem to remember him being not so good looking. I seem this to remember time, not having tingling in my pants. And th- this time, Nick thought he was really, really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> I mean, I agree with your original assessment. Like, the Derek Zoolander from the movie is not that good looking, but the Derek Zoolander from the shorts, he kind of pulled off the model look. Like, his, he's the one with the ridiculous goatee. Oh, You're you telling the, me you uh, liked that one? No, no. That's the, 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 the OG, the OG oh, okay. one. That's like, the what? evil no, uh, no, no. mirror universe <laughs> yeah. Eric Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one from the, the four-minute oh, okay. one. The first okay. four-minute one. When he was like, I don't know how many years younger. So, so uh, age is the factor. I kind of like, okay, I see it. <laughs> He but was he, pretty buff in Zoolander. Was he? If you notice, whenever it, we it, whenever we see him with his shirt off, it was a picture, and I'm pretty sure that he was photoshopped he was onto shot. someone else's body. No, he, what about the mining scene? Oh, yeah, that's he right. Through the mine right. Without yeah. Shirt. No, but I think he was supposed to look ridiculous he, because of his hair. They 300-ed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They what? 300-ed did? Three, how many? How many threes? I don't think they had the technology. They sprayed. They sprayed the body paint on him to make it look like he had abs. Oh. Spray on abs. Yeah. Well, they did that for sure. But I also think he was fairly worked <laughs> out. Ben Stiller, if you're listening to the podcast, we're sorry. Please tweet at us. Are you really that? <laughs> Are you ripped? <laughs> please let us know. I want to know. No, no, no. Just send us a topless photo and sign it, please. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> so, but make sure you make it out to Nick. Nick and Zach. <laughs> but, but just one print will share it. You, 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 when you asked for the female opinion, you were really asking for the other right, male exactly. validation that your man crush is okay. Yeah. Well, Zach, you guys are all like, I don't. I think it was fake. It was in photos. And Zach's like, no, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, sorry. I, remember, Look, I have the time code memorized. I try to pay attention to special effects in movies. It's... It was and it was a real ass. Those were some very special effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Zach. When we uh, when we saw Galaxy Quest, I distinctly remembered the scene where the rock monster tore Tim Allen's shirt off. Yeah, you did. And I got a lot of shit about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, I'm two for two for talking about yeah. men's abs. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's your specialty. <laughs> Next week on the Abcast. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, yeah, he's not like. Super attractive? I would say he's more attractive than Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> at at what, home, what Bill, Bill Murray is shedding a single tear. Well, like, didn't we talk? I, I love Bill Murray, but that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a low bar. Because when we did the Bill Murray episode, I was like, Bill Murray's not a super attractive guy. So, But he's always playing the male lead. So, yeah. And, you know. 
So are you saying are you saying that uh, uh, Ben Stiller is a butterface? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think Zach's saying he's that. He's a butter hair for sure. <laughs> butter, butter hair. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So, Brett, what's your final verdict on Zoolander? Well, okay. So we took a really big detour on the inappropriate jokes there. But honestly, it was only like the two things that I even had a small problem with. I thought most of it was pretty funny. Weirdly, somehow it, it works as a movie, even though it's mostly just like sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it felt like a Saturday like Night stuff, Live movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but the stuff that was funny was like really funny and just as quotable as it used to be. So I liked it. I'm going to give it, a th- uh, I don't know how you divide two thumbs into 10, but I'm giving it like an eight and a half thumbs. That's a lot it of was, thumbs. It was a solid B. <laughs> <laughs> eight and a half out of ten. B. I'll I'll give it like a like an eight and three quarters because it was all right. What do you think, Sam? So I think that Will Ferrell and Owen Wilson made the movie. <laughs> they were my favorite. Um, I think a lot of it was kind of dated. Definitely still watchable, but I would probably give it like a C plus. I don't okay. know. Oh, I didn't shit. find it yeah. as funny as I was hoping, but I really enjoyed. The characters that they created. You saying it was dated reminds me of the the one joke that was so unfunny that it made me kind of mad that it was so a product of the time. <laughs> well, I won't rant about it, uh, but the tiny cell phone thing. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the 20 minutes to get the zip drive here. Oh, no, fuck that. Nobody ever used zip drives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a zip drive. <laughs> I had a zip drive and never once used it ever. Uh, but the tiny cell phone thing, and it was just like, oh, wow, this movie's really old, because I remember why that's funny, but it's so not funny anymore. That was the thing that made you go, wow, this movie's old? Not the beepers? Not the beeper joke? That was in the short. (laughs) No, that was in the movie. People still have pagers. Were there pagers in the movie? Oh, wait. I wanted to do this too, Brett. So we got your feelings on the movie. What do you think of the outlook, your forecast on Zoolander 2? That's tough because this movie had in it all of the stuff from the shorts that was funny and the original idea. So either Zoolander 2 is going to be like an exact copy of this with the same jokes, but like updated, you know, people are going to have huge cell phones uh, (laughs) or... Uh, so you're saying it would be the Force Awakens of Zoolander? Yes, movies. it's Aww. going to be the the Force Awakens. It's it's uh, so it'll be good. They're gonna, cause they're I gonna, just got a little glimpse. They're that gonna Zach turn into the new sequel franchise. franchise. Real bad on Force Awakens. Yeah, I think so. I'm looking forward to it because Kristen Wiig is in it, and I think she's really funny. And I don't know if she wrote on it, but I'm hoping maybe she did. And I'm really curious to see how they're going to play the comedy and if it's going to be the same type of weird non-sequitur comedy or not. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point because the like we were saying, it was kind of like the comedy of that time and like yeah. I don't think that would fly as like a new movie because it's it's not like a new like, idea. Like are they going to take the yeah, comedy I wonder what, style I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to see. So I'm actually looking forward to it quite a bit. So I, I find myself, again, I never watch trailers. So I never watch trailers for movies that I care about. So I'm worried, like, what what sort of story would they tell here? Is it going to be Zoolander in his, what, late 40s getting old? Is it going to be about, do we see that kid who was the baby in this movie? I don't know. I, I, I do worry a little bit. I think, Brett, you may have foreshadowed this a little bit, like, you know, sometimes the sequel is just a carbon copy of the original. And I hope it's not that. I, I hope they have some something new and interesting to do. But well maybe you should watch the trailer. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else in the in the world is saying, Well, obviously yeah. it's about the and I'm not gonna go maybe on a podcast one day I'll go into why I never watch trailers, but you really you probably yeah. don't want to hear that right now. You know, everything that I've seen from Ben Stiller from Zoolander to everything else makes me feel like I'm completely on board because that dude always comes through and is is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean you said that thing, Brett, about like, oh, I hope to see modern comedy. In my opinion, Ben Stiller has a style of comedy. And he does that style of comedy in all of the comedies that he writes. And, like, that style of comedy 
is the style of comedy in Tropic Thunder. Like it's in in my opinion, it's very similar. So I think it'll be the same style of comedy. I think it'll be funny. Um, I guarantee you, Zach, that there will be a shit ton of more cameos. I'm sorry, that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm excited for it. I'm just sad that David Bowie won't be in it. How do you know? Why wouldn't he be? I don't know. I guess maybe maybe he could be. That would be amazing. And we still have a few Alan Rickman movies on the horizon. Oh, now you're just making me all sorts of sad. So, Zach, what do you think uh, Zoolander 2 is going to be like? He's not going to see it. Well, <laughs> yes. For starters, I'm probably not going to watch oh, it. But secondly... <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> I, I just want to ask, has this ever worked before? A sequel? And I don't think it has. I was trying... Uh, not just a sequel, but a sequel with a big gap... For a comedy movie. Perhaps Dumb and Dumber. God, I want to say they, absolutely they were never yes, good, and I'm drawing a blank, but... Well... Yeah, if you can think of one, I'd love to hear it, but I just I just can't think of one at all. I've been thinking Wet about Hot it. Hot American Summer. Yeah. But, yeah. Which had a very huge gap. It wasn't really a movie sequel, but still. Was it good? Yeah, it was really fucking good. The Netflix series was so good. Okay, so it can work. All right. But they But I feel like they it won't. played that as a joke though, which, you know, sort of to what you were saying, it would be interesting if like it would be funny if it's like Ben Stiller is vis- visibly older but like playing it as if yeah. he's not cuz that's like what they did with Wet Hot American Summer is like they played that to their advantage as a joke. Yeah, the fact that Showalter was clearly 20 years older and like 50 or more pounds heavier. Yeah was hilarious. Damn it, Zach. I'm going to, as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to come back and say, well, the, the obvious. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to word vomit all over the place. Yeah. Oh, everybody, please tweet whether or not you thought Zoolander 2 was good at Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's that Twitter I do have Twitter now. People can do that. Yeah, what's your Twitter? Why did I send Zach? At the Lord Cabbage. Yes. Tweet him and tell him how wrong he is. When you watch Zoolander 2. Or tell him how right, right he tell is. Tell him how right he is. It could be terrible. So, Bryce, what did you think? It was all right. And you, what do you think uh, Zoolander 2 is going to be like? Slightly less all right. Aww. Aww. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited to see Zoolander 2. It's going to be a big weekend. Uh, February 12th, we have the release of both Zoolander and Deadpool. And I've got to say, I'm going to see Deadpool first. Yeah. But I do plan to yeah. see Zoolander. Yeah. Um, I might try and do a double feature if I could convince some people to do a double feature. We're not doing a double feature. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fine. I'll see them both at some point. So if you want to hear more from uh, our friend Zach, you can check out his Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash schmuckco, S-C-H-M-U-C-K-C-O. And your your twitching strategy games stuff like that. Yeah, the we play games on Tuesdays and Fridays, and I've been playing stra- old strategy games from the PC because that's what I like. And and his show is called Pave the Save. It is, and you may get to see Brett on it because I'm trying to drag him back. Ooh. Yeah, I was on it once. And and what what are the games uh, you're doing? I'm currently playing um, Zoo Tycoon. If anyone knows oh. that. Oh, so you abandoned that other piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I love. I still like that game, but yes, I did. <laughs> we were for like a hell of hours, and then there was. I That's mean, what strategy games are. It's <laughs> not. There's no instant gratification. So many hours. What was this game? Evil Genius. Evil Genius. So let's take the the tiniest little little side trip here, Zach. Have you played The Witness? I highly, highly, highly recommend The Witness. It's getting a lot of very high reviews. It's a first person puzzle game. It's not like Portal, but it scratches that same part of your brain. My brother's been playing it on stream, plug, plug. Mm. On, on your Twitch oh. channel? Yes. Is it, uh, so it's a different show on Schmuckco? Crunch's Monkey House. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so I, I got to ask. Sound like easily searchable show titles. What, <laughs> what, how, did one, how did you come across this title, this, this channel name Schmuckco? Schmuck. It's Schmuck? Yiddish. Oh, it means, okay. Yeah. I thought it was smut it's, the way you were saying or whatever. I was like, this smutko. sounds really bad. It means idiot, basically. 
<laughs> so you're a, a company of schmucks. Yeah. So you did really identify fun, fun. with Derek Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> it was too real for Zach. <laughs> yeah. Too so. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just because Zach is so beautiful. Yeah, he is so beautiful. So if you want to check out some uh, some guys playing video games who love games and hate everything else, you might want to check out uh, <laughs> Schmuckco on Twitch. He probably hates the games too, though, to be fair. That's the end of the episode. If you like the show, it's part of the Laugh Stash network of educational content, minus the education. We educate <laughs> we you have, in comedy. We have a reverse education show called Let's Drink, where we get <laughs> we really, get really drunk and say dumb things. We have a cooking show. There's the video game parodies and uh, tons of other stuff on the channel. If you like what you hear here, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Let's Rewatch on Twitter at Let's Rewatch. And you can recommend movies to us there. You can tell us how wrong we are or how right we are in our opinions, whichever you prefer. But please give us a follow there. And also you can follow Laughstash TV at Laughstash TV on Twitter as well. You can tweet at any of us personally. Uh, mine is bread underscore eagles, food and the bird. I'm, as I said before, at the Lord Cabbage. That's the Barton. Lord Cabbage. Yes. On Twitter. The person and what the food. You, Sam? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely know my Twitter name. Samuel Wilson. Yeah. I'm really good at sounding like Brett. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm one wheel Nick, all spelled out without letter, without numbers. So it's O-N- without letters. <laughs> o O N E wheel Nick. You'll never find me. <laughs> uh, and I'm at Ashes Stash, and Bryce is at Agnoff. He's too busy sleeping on the couch right now to respond. So. <laughs> He's so riveted by this conversation. He's so adorable when he sleeps. <laughs> and if you listen to this podcast and you liked it, please go ahead and give us a review on iTunes. We would super appreciate that. And join us again in another two weeks. We, uh, we put out this show every other week. And of course, if you have any shows you would like us to cover, hit us up on Twitter. We've got some good suggestions and I'm hoping we can get some of those in the queue as soon as possible. And also you can email us those suggestions and it's let's rewatch at gmail.com. Really? You could just smash the keyboard and type <laughs> like fucking anything. It'll get to yeah. us. <laughs> Don't worry. Tie a note to a bird and send it in the, you know, on its way or Put something. Put it on a bird. Put it on a bird. <laughs> if you can manage to get a bird to Hold me. still. Uh, <laughs> We will have you on the show. <laughs> uh, no, please oh my don't. God, please fuck, don't send me a bird. So many birds <laughs> that show up to your house. I would kick your ass so Just far. Just like fucking dead birds piling up in the mailbox. <laughs> And our mailbox goes into the side of our house, yeah, too. Yeah, the mailman just cramming birds <laughs> in there. Oh, like so much junk mail. It's got dark uh, fast. Yeah, all right. That's the end of the show. Next time, we'll be watching the winner blockbuster, Ice-tastrophe. <laughs> I really, uh. I, I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>